All right, guys, I think I'm going to try a new format of more frequent but shorter episodes. I was trying to wait until I felt really um, passionate that I had enough, you know, and had enough material to fill up, say, 45 minutes. I think that was making me um, gun shy, so to speak, like um, I was overthinking it. And so I'm going to try to just maybe do some shorter pieces on anything that comes up on my radar uh, from day to day. So the most recent thing that came up on my radar was a little bit of a controversy I started on my own on my Facebook wall, um, which I occasionally do. Um, and I said that at the time I said this, um, I cannot think of a guy that I know who tried a so-called bulking diet and did not get fat. And, and and I said, except ectomorphs. And so to break that down, you know, people into weightlifting, a lot of guys are probably going to know at least what I'm intending to say there, whether or not they agree. But if you don't lift weights, I'll explain to you. So a bulking diet, a lot of guys have this idea that to get bigger, you need to eat more. And... Um, for a lot of guys, it's not any more precise than that. So one of the rebuttals, and, and, and my statement was that guys that try this, uh, they seem to get fat um, whether or not they're gaining more muscle. I actually think they don't get more muscle, I, at least not from the food. I think that um, fat is distributed throughout your body. So their limbs get bigger, so they're willing to ignore their waist getting bigger. And... Uh, I actually have never seen an article stating that overeating increases muscle growth. And by article, I mean scientific paper. I did some searching. I, I haven't found it. That's not to say it doesn't exist. Um, you know, but my boss, who's a nutrition PhD, whose number one interest in life is muscle building, well, maybe, I don't know if he'd say it's one or two, muscle building and fasting. And he says he also has never seen a paper like that. So um, I think that the first rebuttal I got was that, oh, well, that's because they're overeating. If you just set a met target and then you measure, uh, you won't overeat. Okay, so immediately um, bulking implies overeating. I think it implies it in some form. Otherwise, you just say like high-protein diet or something, okay? So regardless of where those calories are coming from, bulking means eating more than you need, I think, implicitly. It implies that. Now, some guys are saying that they have um, been really careful when they've done it about how many calories they're getting. In other words, may, yeah, maybe one guy gave a number. He said, I tried not to eat 200 calories more than, than uh, what I needed that day when I worked out. So now he's being more precise. Now, I, I believe that's still going to result in fat gain. Um, if you eat more calories, if you, if you ingest more energy than you need, um, the body will turn that into fat. Again, I haven't come across something stating it, it'll turn it into muscle. Um, but here's the other problem with that. Let's say it even does work. As I stated in the status, I don't ever see guys lose the fat that they gained. Um, I don't think that I have lost it. Um, I don't really see that being the case in friends I have. Uh, and I, I left one exception, which actually I, I don't really think it's an exception. Um, ectomorphs. So the last term that non-bodybuilders aren't familiar with, um, the term ectomorph and bodybuilding is just a short 
hand, a, a quick word to describe a person who is usually lanky and thin and probably tall. Just kind of a naturally thin person. They have trouble gaining muscle and they have trouble gaining fat would be a little bit more specific. Um, some of the other terms that bodybuilders use are endomorph and an endomorph has easy time gaining muscle and an easy time gaining fat. And then there's a mesomorph, which I guess these, these aren't really scientific, um, definitions, but a mesomorph would be a guy who naturally has a lot of muscle or has an easy time gaining muscle and he doesn't ha- have a lot of fat or he, he, he doesn't have extra fat. He has difficulty. I don't know about difficulty as a normal amount of fat, probably. So ectomorph skinny, endomorph fat, um, and mesomorph in the middle between those two. Now, just speaking from my own experience on this matter, um, there are guys who claim that this works really well. And usually I find if they are saying, I've seen this happen, I've encountered this a couple times in my life where a guy goes, no man, it works awesome. I gained 20 pounds of muscle overnight when I was 23 or when I was 21 just by eating tons and working out tons. Um, Usually that guy is an ectomorph. And usually, um, he was probably underweight to begin with. Uh, and by underweight, I mean well below average uh, weight, meaning they were they didn't ha- they they lacked muscle and fat. You know, they were scrawny. Um, and two, ectomorphs a lot of times are tall. It's correlated with height. Another thing that me and my boss have noticed is correlated with are Northern European descent. So blonde people are more often often ectomorph. So like even among actors, not a lot of actors can get as cut as uh, Charlie Hunnam and uh, Brad Pitt. Charlie Hunnam is that guy from um, Sons of Anarchy, Pacific Rim, King Arthur. And those guys can get, I mean, you can see every striation uh, of muscle under their skin, every ripple of muscle or strand. But... um, so anyway, that's what we encounter. So on a really skinny guy like that, if he gains some fat with his muscle, um, it probably looks good on him if he's already underweight. I mean, women, um, you know, I would say, well, the, the research suggests that women like a muscular guy. Um, it varies from woman to woman. Lots of women probably aren't raving about scrawny guys. It doesn't mean they dislike it, but it's not... It's not upheld as being, you know, the standard of beauty. So if a guy who's really skinny gains some fat, he's going to tell every, and he looks better, which he probably does, he's going to tell everybody that diet works for him. But here's the, here's the problem. These guys that I'm talking about, again, they have trouble gaining fat. So the individuals I'm thinking of, they'll tell me things like, yeah, I have trouble keeping weight on. If I don't force myself to eat, I'll forget to eat. That is not the experience for probably a majority of people. The experience for probably a majority of people is enjoying eating, frequently eating, being pressed to stop eating, um, and having to monitor if they care, you know, their fat levels or they're just fat if they don't care. So that, that's probably the norm. We know it's the, starting to be the norm in North America. Um, so these people are statistical outliers who found that gaining a, a diet purported to build muscle actually made them look better even though a lot of it was probably fat 
And then they go on to tell people who would really love to look like them, oh yeah, man, just lift a lot of weights and then just eat a lot. As long as it's protein, mostly protein, you'll be fine, bro. Make sure you have an after-workout meal, after-workout shake. Um, and again, I just, just speaking from my own friends, apart from the fact that I haven't seen any scientific bait, and by science, I don't mean your muscle magazine, I mean like university science. Haven't seen science to just overeating um, is what I mean by bulking diet and what a lot of guys end up doing gain, builds muscle. The other thing is they don't lose it. The, so even let's say it works a little better. If you are never going to be able to lose that fat, which I really, I, I can maybe think of two individuals that lost the fat. Again, one of them is the, that bean pole type. The other one is a smoker and a lot of people don't know. So smoking, smokers are thinner. And this goes for both cigarettes and marijuana uh, smokers. There are studies to back this. Um, they have lower blood sugar levels on top of everything else. Despite the fact that you think it gives you the munchies, it actually makes you eat less every other time. There's also evidence that your gut bacteria will consume more energy after you smoke. Um, so anyway, uh, the um, these people have extenuating factors of people that have been able to lose the fat. Um, yeah, so a lot of people don't know. Smoking, it's a stimulant. So it increases your metabolism. It's also a an appetite suppressant, as most stimulants are. And I, I'm always amazed when I hear people that don't know this. So dancers and actors are infamous for smoking. A lot of your favorite actors, um, if you Google like Brad Pitt cigarettes, you're going to find images of Brad Pitt smoking cigarettes on the side of the street because I've seen it. So um, it's it's the dirty little secret. It's also why I think... It's also why I think that some women uh, in Hollywood and men that they hit a wall at, say, 50, and it's like they age all at once. And I don't mean their waistline. I mean their face. It's like they look the same for most of their career, and all of a sudden it caught up to them. Even though, And it's not makeup because these are red carpet photos. So what I'm just saying is I think that there's a artificial circumstance involved, which is the cigarettes. Artificial meaning not natural. Um, but anyway, that's kind of off topic. So that's my opinion. If I had to write the status again, I'd say most guys I know that bulk never lose the fat. I stand by that statement. Um, if people are willing to send me um, info that, the, uh, that bulking works great, uh, I'd be, you know, I'd be willing to look at it, but it, it has to be a paper. I, I'm not going to waste my time reading, um, like a blog post or if the blog post links to university studies. And again, you know, scientists will tell you too, people with PhDs that even when they're studies, um, people can design studies to change, not change the outcome, but to help the data be interpreted a certain way. There's things they can do, but it's at least better, you know, academics, theoretically, they have something to lose. A muscle magazine just looking to sell copies, which is respect from their peers, by the way. In nutrition, that's probably worse than in other, like, let's say physics. It's, it's, there's probably less, reputation matters less in nutrition because it's um, far removed from, it's hard to, it's an imprecise science. It's hard to control human ha behavior, so it's largely based on correlation more so than like hard sciences. But anyway, they probably have a little bit more to lose than a, a magazine that's just trying to sell some weight gain or shake. Um, I have one more uh, nutrition-related thing that came up uh, that I'll talk about in a segment in a second here. I'll tell you what does work, at least according to 
many university studies is um, actually, and I don't know that they quantify the extra muscle you'll gain, but it appears that um, if you have, if you replace calories with protein, um, you should be able to optimize muscle building without gaining fat. Now, again, I, I actually don't recall, you know, how much more muscle you can expect to gain on a high protein diet. It's probably not much because you're probably not going to gain much real muscle um, throughout the course of, let's say, a year, no matter what you do after that juvenile muscle growth period. But anyway, what they say is that the estimate, it's something like, um, it's something like the high end estimate for how much protein you should be eating in academic studies is one gram per pound of body weight and actually a lot of people argue that that needs to be revised to lean body mass and your lean body mass obviously excludes your fat so if you're 200 pounds but it's 30% fat you shouldn't be eating 200 grams of protein because that's not repairing muscle tissue that protein isn't being used for that at that point so um, that a, a pound per a gram per pound of protein is probably the high end estimate